Hello all, I just wanted to add a quick trigger warning. We will be discussing topics surrounding sexual assault, so if you are uncomfortable with those topics, go ahead and click off and we'll see you next week. If you would like to continue to listen, I will be adding timestamps when we start to discuss that topic. Without further ado, please enjoy this week's podcast. Hello all and welcome to Let's Talk About It. We're your hosts, Emma and Kayla. Today's episode is Kitty Cat Chat. So today's episode is a girl talk where we are going to discuss our experiences as a female in today's society. Most women get their periods around the ages of 8 to 13 on average. What was your first experience with a period? Yeah, so I think I was around 11 or 12. I was in sixth grade. So yeah, that, the average time people usually get them. And it was pretty startling because I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I'm dying. Because um, <laughs> like my, I knew what periods were, of course. And a lot of my friends got it before I did. But my mom like never explained it to me. So I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how tampons worked. Like I didn't know. All I knew was that there was blood coming out of me. And <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and one of my friends thought I was lying like all the way through fifth grade because she got hers early and she always ex- like assumed I would get mine before hers. She was like super pissed off at me because she thought I was lying that I got my period, that I hadn't got my period yet. And so when I finally got it, it was like one of those proud moments. You were like, yay, I'm like a woman. Cause that's what you've been told mm-hmm. that that moment is like a change, like a point of change in your life. Yeah, like that's that. So I was like, maybe I don't want this because it's not the best. Like you feel like, and there's blood coming out of you. Yeah. Oh, so, and mine wasn't like, mine wasn't normal. I had for a full year, um, I had period, a period every single day. Um, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, so I didn't have cramps or any pain or anything, but I had a li- just a little bit of blood every single day that- for that first year until I went to my gynecologist and I started birth control my seventh grade year. And then I've been taking that since just to normalize it. What about you? I was what you would consider a late bloomer. I didn't start until like seventh or eighth, kind of mm-hmm. like in that. And it was at the point where like everyone around me had started theirs and it was like that like insecurity. Like I would say that I was like, oh yeah, I totally got mine. I like, Mm -hmm. they suck, but I like didn't. And it was just like that like embarrassment thing. And then I finally got it. And I remember we were taking like tests Mm -hmm. or something and we were in the great hall and I was like sitting on one of the chairs and then we left and then I went to the bathroom and I was, I started it. I was like, oh, wait this sucks and I like yeah I I, like rushed to the nurse and I like asked for a pad I you know used it and then I just like went about my day and I was just like I take it back I don't want it you can you can have it back yeah because I was super excited I was like oh my god I want to get my period I want to get my period I think everyone has that and then once they get they're like they're like never mind no thank you Uh, take this back I don't want this I don't I don't want it yeah, so you started with pads, and so did I. I think a lot of girls do. Mm-hmm. What do you, like, use now? Like, do you I, use tampons or pads? I use a menstrual cup. You do? Yeah. What do you use? Do you like it? I do. I like it a lot more than pads, because you don't get to, like, sit in your yeah. mess. <laughs> yeah. And it's a lot more eco-friendly and um, price-friendly. Yeah, that, make, that makes sense. It's definitely, because you just reuse it, right? It's just. You can use it up for five years, I think. Five to ten. Oh, 
yeah and so you just buy one and but the process of finding the right one is a little difficult <laughs> and the process of figuring out how to use it is yeah very difficult and uncomfortable mm -hmm. at first because I didn't go from pads to tampons to cup to the cup I went from yeah. pads to cup mm -hmm. so that was a little <laughs> a little scary I, yeah I was pretty scared how yeah um I use pads for the most part mm -hmm. and um it's a little embarrassing because pads are like diapers oh I hate them especially in leggings yeah, like it's super, super gross, but I have, I, I have like this fear of tampons. I've used them a few times, mm -hmm. but it's like my body like rejects it. Rejects it. It, it like, and I, I'm just saying this because I know some girls might experience this too. A little TMI, but. Yeah, this whole I, episode's going to be TMI. Yeah, I use like the athletic tampon, which is like the smallest tampon you can use, right? Mm -hmm. And it has like the applicator with it. It's like the most basic thing you can start with mm -hmm. and I'd like work myself up and I get super nervous so I have to like watch a YouTube video of like a like a vlog and just like get my mind off of it and then when I do it I've tried every angle to put it in mm -hmm. some point it feels like it's hitting a like a wall yeah like it's a brick wall and it won't go in and it like it starts to come out a little bit mm. stay in there it's super weird I don't know anyone who's had this um I looked it up and like it might be a certain thing I don't forget what it's called but it might be something wrong with me <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's something wrong with you so it's just like pretty much when you work yourself up like that you just get so nervous and your your body like cramps mm -hmm. and like just tightens so it won't like actually go in but, yeah but it's fine some people like just don't like tampons or don't like pads or don't like menstrual cups and it's like it's fine whatever works best for you that's great like shouldn't be embarrassed by what method you use yeah it's honestly it's all about comfort like if you are yeah. uncomfortable with it if you don't like it don't do it because like sometimes some for some women some people they'll say that menstrual cups like make their cramps worse mm -hmm. and like for tampons there's the uh, threat of toxic shock which is mm -hmm. terrifying and then for pads yeah. you're sitting in it all day and that's and then if you have something part. wrong like go to your doctor go to a gynecologist because mm -hmm. they advise you they help you like it's not scary some people think it's like they're gonna do an exam on you and a lot of times it's not like that they just yeah. you talk to them they give you some advice maybe they do an exam like it's people kind of get scared of that and it's like you shouldn't be they're here to help you and they're not going to do something that you don't want done so are you on birth control no do you like want to be yeah what's your reason for wanting to take the irregular periods i can't i can't stand it it's like i don't even i don't even know like i have a period tracker and i just i don't really look at it ever because it doesn't help it just comes when it wants to it just comes and goes when it wants to yeah it I think a lot of people, they think that, like, birth control pills or whatever form of birth control you get just to prevent getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. No, that's not A it. lot, like, for the main reason, people get it for so many other, like, factors in their life. Like, yeah. both of us, we both have irregular periods. Or some people, it's to help with acne or a variety of different issues women have. Yeah. And also, if you want to, if you're sexually active and you want to prevent getting pregnant, that's great too but people have to be more open to it because it's not just because you are sexually active uh, yeah of course I was I saw this video and it was of this guy who was like talking about how if he ever had a daughter and she like wanted to go on birth control like he was like 
no, I know why. It's like, yeah, it's like, no, you don't. And it's like, even if they are, you're not going to stop them from having sex. So wouldn't you want your kid to be as protected as possible? Exactly. So it's like, either way, because a lot of parents are like that, where they're like, you can't go on birth control because they feel like that's what's stopping their kid from having sex. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm not on birth control. control. Yeah, they feel like if they don't let them, they're not going to have sex, which is ridiculous. They have sex, whether whether you you try to prevent it or not, they're going to do it. It's like, just wouldn't you rather, like, help your kid out with that? Yeah. And, like, again, that's not, like, the only reason people use birth control. No. You gotta be accepting of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Stigmas. Ugh. I mean, even with, like, stigmas, as much as we want to, like, lower them, what are some period stigmas that you have had to deal with in your life? I think for the most part, it's just how I'm afraid of, like, boys' reaction to my period. Like, I think a lot of women don't want boys even to know that they're on their period or anything like that. Yeah. Like, going to the bathroom, I think you've experienced this, I've experienced this, a lot of girls I know have experienced this, where they, like, like, at school, I will grab my pad, and I will tuck it in my pants real quick, and I'll put my shirt over it, or some people bring their backpack to the bathroom, or, like, it's just something to hide, kind of, yeah. like, like, don't let anyone know you're on your period. Yeah, much. like, hiding something that's completely natural. It's, it's normal, it's natural, it's, like, this amazing thing that happens to us, I just, like, I wish that at this point we would all feel accepted and it'd be normal to just flip out our pad, period, cup, or whatever, and just walk to the bathroom and just have it, have it just out on our hands and not have- I mean, not, like, flaunting it, but just, like, holding it. No, but just grabbing it, like, you grab your phone, just having it in your hand. Yeah, like, like, if you were to grab a water bottle and to go fill it up, like, you wouldn't hide your water bottle, so no. drink, being thirsty is natural, so, like, yeah. being on your period is natural, and it should be, like, accepted for, like, women to just be able to, like, grab that and, like, go, and guys not be like, like, oh my god, she's on her period, she's uh-huh. unpure. Because sometimes when I, like, have, when I know my pad's full, and I know I have to change it, I will wait yeah. until the passing period, because I, they'll no. notice if I take a pad out, because yeah. then- of it like they'll know because that sound the crinkle yeah so I'll wait till it's passing period and I'll go to the bathroom real quick and change it even though it's uncomfortable I'll be like I have to wait like, and then you're just you sitting there like hoping that you don't bleed onto the seat and you're mm-hmm. praying that it doesn't go through your pants and like stain yeah but then it's just like it's this whole thing that creates so much unnecessary anxiety that this like is yeah. not needed no and it's like boys some I mean a lot of boys probably don't think that it's something bad a lot what girls think they're like oh guys will think this way if mm-hmm. they but the guys who do have those like bad feelings against I guess like period taking care of that business mm-hmm. whatever it's stupid for them to think that because women the fact that we have periods we also then carry kids like we are amazing Go like, no but like seriously like we should be proud of our periods because as much of like hell it puts us through like we're able to literally bring a human being into, like, into the world. Yeah, that's really incredible. So, guys, it's, like, guys, women made you because of this. So, <laughs> the hell up. Like, yeah. I think this also, is something you should be proud of. Yeah, although I think the reason that boys have, or not all, of course, like, yeah. some guys in my life who are just, like, cool, but um, I think the reason that there's so many men who are awkward around that su- that subject be- it's because the school system the school system just doesn't teach people about anything not at all like and I, some 
literally did not have a sex ed class until ninth grade and the one we had in like eighth grade was about like prevention and they honestly pushed abstinence way more than they needed to yeah I went to one because I signed up for it outside of school with my mom which taught us a little bit and it was all girls so it was kind of like empowering and everything but it wasn't through school and I think that we every school needs to have that talk and in some like more conservative areas they just talk about abstinence and it's like if you want to push that that's all on you but you have to realize some kids aren't doing that and they need to be prepared for what will happen if they don't abstain from sex and from exactly. that it's like it's it's just you're oblivious if you think that these kids are all going to follow what you want them to follow mm-hmm. you need to be prepared for everything and give every scenario to these kids yeah no we don't know we don't know like you have to tell us yeah and like along with that like period thing i was i don't know whenever i see on like the internet like oh, my boyfriend, like, offered to go get me pads, and it's, like, this big thing. It's, like, this huge, like, oh, my God, he's so nice, but that's, like, the bare minimum. Yeah, because, like, we get, like, girls buy condoms, and it's, like, we don't get this praise for, like, oh, my God, she bought me condoms. Like, oh, my God, she's amazing. She bought condoms. Yeah, it's, like, like, we're just doing stuff that's, it just happens. Yeah. Like, I'll give you condoms, you give me pads. Like, that's. Exactly big like celebration this is normal this is life get over it I mean it's not only periods that have this like negative stigma around it I feel like it's being female in general can have this negative condensation or like these double standards with men and women have you experienced that in your life yeah and like of course men have double standards too and they have like toxic masculinity that they deal with Yeah, and I think that, like, one major one is that, especially with dads and daughters, have a lot of double standards. Like, for me, I've experienced both sides. I have a brother Mm -hmm. and me, who's a girl. And so I've noticed the differences between the talks of a dad and son and a dad and daughter, and they're drastically different. What are some examples? Well, like, one of them is, again, not talking about my dad. Love him. It's just, this is what he was raised with. A lot of people are raised by this. So, um, like my brother, when he was dating someone, my dad gave him a box of condoms and I'm sorry, he gave like up front. Yeah. He, he, like, they talked, he was like kind of telling him, you gotta be safe. Like make sure you don't get her pregnant. And oh, okay. Okay. Like consent, do it the right way and use condoms, be protected all this, and then give him a box of condoms. That was great and all, like, good job, make sure he's protected. But then I asked him, and I was like, dad, if I started dating someone, would you give me a box of condoms? And he said, no way in hell. <laughs> he was like, no way, Emma. He's like, nah. He's yeah. Like, see a condom in your room, even if it's not used, you're around until you turn 18. <laughs> That was just his reaction. And I think that because we're so close and it's kind of like, oh, my, my baby girl, like that's my little girl, a lot of dads do that. And I don't think it's necessarily on purpose, but that's just, that's just how it happens. And I'm like, yeah. well, I'm sexually active too at some point and I want to make sure I don't get like knocked up. <laughs> yeah, that I would rather you not get pregnant at the age yeah. of 16. What have been your experiences? Um, well, I don't have a brother. Um, so I have not, like, firsthand experience, I have not firsthand seen that, like, upfront difference, but obviously my dad is, like, treated and, like, 
I don't even, it wasn't even like a relationship, but like when a, a guy like came into my life romantically, I was talking to my dad and I was trying to be open with him. And he was like, where does he live? Like he wanted to know all of these things. And like, it was just, it just made it awkward rather than like, yeah. I was trying to not hide it and like being open. He just, mm -hmm. it made it uncomfortable. I didn't want to talk about it anymore. And whenever like it came up, like, I think I somehow brought up uh, how strippers don't like they get too much hate and I remember bringing yes. it up like at my dad's like I was talking to my stepmom but my dad was obviously around and he mm -hmm. was like you're like don't ever become a stripper like that's I don't know horrible like those yeah. women suck or something or something stupid like that yeah where it's which just, is like, so untrue because strippers like they, they work their asses off like they and people like are like oh they're whores and it's like no like they don't necessarily sleep with guys. They're not prostitutes. Like, they literally, and if, even if they were prostitutes, like, do their own thing, and people need to stick, like, keep their nose out of it. If they're bit exactly. And, like, a male stripping doesn't have that, like, no. or but, like, strippers, they're, like, dancing. They're professional dancers. Yeah, and they're just, they're literally just the dancing. Money. They get paid good. Yeah. So hey, boo, you do what you gotta do. Like, get that cash. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny how, like, I don't even there's like no difference between that and like a lot of female sports yeah um I mean they wear really skimpy outfits yes but like have you seen football play female football yes. players have they you wear seen like bras and volleyball? spandex have you seen lacrosse players or tennis players like any female uniform is sexualized and it doesn't yeah well like I play lacrosse and it's it's not necessarily the uniform that bothers me. It's the fact that males lacrosse, they are allowed to do full contact and hit each other, do like, they just, it seems it's more- It's a very appealing. contact sport. And yes, lacrosse. it's just more appealing to me. And I've thought about it for a while to join a boys lacrosse team. Mm -hmm. So it's like, but Plus I'm like- would be targeted. Yeah, why don't girls have, it's the same exact sport. Why don't girls have the same rules as guys? Why, yeah. why can't they be full contact? Like, why can't girls, like, also be these badass people who are hitting each other? Exactly. And, like, I play, I mean, I, I play it currently, but I did club volleyball for, like, a huge majority of mm -hmm. my middle school. And those shorts are, I don't know who decided to make them, but they always write up. You can pull them down, yeah. but they will always write up. So your ass is hanging out. Like, your ass is hanging out and you're just, you're, you just accept it because you're trying to focus on playing because yeah. not focus on, you know, pulling your shorts down every five seconds. Yeah. And the problem with that is you don't have to prove that you are a parent or related to any of the kids no. there. Random guys can just walk in and stare at girls asses all day long you can record too it's yep. it's acceptable to record because like that's how girls go to like good colleges for volleyball is yep. they have to record their game and so or why don't why don't sports at least like make that an option but also give girls other options like we are required to wear those uniforms yeah so don't you give other varieties that are more acceptable to people whether it's just their own personal beliefs or religious beliefs like people have reasons to wear what they want to wear exactly like, give them options it doesn't hurt the sport the sport's the same sport yeah and like like football Thanks. like female yeah. football they're basically wearing bikinis and with yeah. very little padding and men's are in 
full padding. Full body covered. Like, you don't even see their ankles. And for mm-hmm. women, you see every little bit of Everything. Them. And it's their like, are out, their asses are out. Like, that's not comfortable. No. They're still, like, it's still a c- contact sport, I think. I don't play female football, so I don't really know. But it's still, I, I would assume that it's still a contact sport. Yeah. They still need padding, but they just, mm-hmm. they don't have it. Because why? Their boobs need to be out. Yeah, because it's just, everything's overly sexualized with women. That's just how it is. It's all it's always been that way. It's always probably going to be that way to an extent. It's like, women are just known. They're just for, sexualized all the time. They're just the sexualized person. Like Yeah. Like, with other stereotypes that you've, or double standards you've faced, what's, like, another one? Because I have one that's, I'm kind of nervous for, actually. <laughs> like, like, outside of sports? Yes. My, like I said before, with my dad, mm-hmm. another one that I like I don't know how your dad is or people in your life have talked about this um but because you've been in a relationship Mm -hmm. Uh, and your dad dealt with it well yeah but like my dad he literally said he's like when you have someone that you're dating come over for the first time he literally like gave the expectations he's like he has to shake my hand he better call me Mr. Holmes he better be respectful he's giving me his driver's license pardon Yes, because his thing is that he thinks, why would he need his license if he's driving legally and safe with my daughter in the car? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to get too too much into politics for this specific podcast, yeah. but cops can pull you over for yeah. whatever reason. I mean, they're not supposed to, but they certainly- No, no, no. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think that it's, I mean, it's nothing out of like, it's not ill-advised. It's just like he- is a very overly protected person mm-hmm. of your dad's like that or there's oh, people's dads who are like that but I think that it's just a connection with most dads and daughters where they they're they're like they're like the man in our lives and mm-hmm. they don't want us to be going off with some random doshmo dude who's yeah like, treat us the way they expect us to be treated and I understand that I totally yes. understand that and it's really nice to have like a parent who wants high thing, high like standards, but it's the fact that they don't hold those standards for their yes. sons. That's exactly. Right. It's like, okay, if you're going to do that for me, fine, but do that for my brother too. Exactly. If you're going to do what you did with my brother when he dated someone, which wasn't like to the extent of what he expects on me. Yeah. I should have that same reaction to when I start dating. Mm-hmm. You know? Like keep it even, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's not like a hard concept to grasp. It's just I, like it's not it just both people it's just one person has a penis and one person has a vagina yeah and that's that doesn't make any person different exactly. it's literally just sex organs mm-hmm. but that happens it happens every day to most women we're yeah. facing these double standards and it's it's just how society is which is pretty messed up yeah i mean like around the overprotective parent stuff even my my like my mom does it too I mm-hmm. saw this, uh, it was a really cute shirt, and I don't remember, it was a little, it was v-neck, and I never wear v-necks, and it was kind of cropped, but not, like, to my tits cropped, Yeah. and I really, really liked it, I thought I looked good in it, and my mom was like, no, like, you're showing too much skin, like, if I took a picture and sent it to your dad, you, you, he would hate it, like, would your dad let you wear that, and it's like, mm-hmm. it's literally just clothing, it's just fabric, I'm not sexualizing myself, if someone else is sexualizing me, a that's minor, that's their deep that's what they have to deal with. Yeah. 
And rather than like victim blaming, we should be putting the blame on grown ass adults who are sexualizing 15 year old girls. It's disgusting. That's I also think that like I believe that you should wear whatever you want, but if I see someone walking around because of society, what they've told me, if I see like spank like with um spandex on and a crop top walking around, automatically I might think like, oh, she's kind of dressed like a hoe. Like it's bad, but like that's what it takes time to change that those thoughts. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait a minute, no, like, I have to think about it and be like, wait a minute, no, she's not. She's just wearing what she wants to wear. Yeah. That's, that term is thrown around a lot. Like, oh, she's a hoe. She's a slut. She's like, all these things, which aren't true. Like, I know, for example, someone who is very close to me, who is sexually active Mm -hmm. and hasn't, like, necessarily doesn't need to be in a relationship to be sexually active. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, because of that, think, oh, she's easy to get with, or, oh, she's a hoe, or, oh, they're taking advantage of her. And it's like, no, it is 100% consensual. Is doing this because she wants to. Yeah. She doesn't have daddy issues or all these issues because she's sleeping around. She purely just wants that. No yeah, it's pleasure. But, it's a, but the thing is, is that when that happens with guys, they're like, yeah, you go, bud, like, get yeah. that, you do you, boo, like, but with girls, like, she's a hoe. She's yeah. Being and it's like, no, some girls don't need that emotional connection. No. They're there to have pleasure. They just like, want to have fun. Same with some dudes who just want pleasure, like, to hit it and quit it. Some girls just want to be hit and quit. <laughs> yeah, know? I get, yeah, that's like, one way. The only thing that matters is if it's consensual. If it's not hurting anyone, you do it. Like, go ahead. Exactly. If it's, you don't need to be like, you don't need to wait till you're married. You don't need to wait till you're in a committed relationship. You can do it whenever you want. As long as you're safe and happy. Safe, yeah. Hello, trigger warning. We will begin to start talking about sexual assault. I think it only really becomes a problem also is when it isn't consensual. That's the biggest thing is like sexual assault. And that is so like prevalent nowadays. It is. Like the one thing where it's like, okay, now we got a problem, you know? Like the whole rape culture and how it's like yes. normalized. Like there's a lot of aspects of rape that are completely normalized. Yeah. And pe- sometimes people don't even know that they're being raped or that they no. are raping somebody else. But it's- Or they're too, or rape victims are too afraid to come out and say that they've been raped. Yeah, because this like stigma around, you know, you probably deserved it, or like, oh, what were you yeah. wearing? Or- I mean, or like, girl, yeah, girls just blame themselves, or men just blame themselves. Yeah, the, or just people. Is like, people well, maybe I did something. The victims. And it's like, no, you did not do anything. It is 100% the person who raped you, it's their fault. 100%. Rest away. Like, you can wear whatever the hell you want that does not give anyone the right to take advantage of you. Yeah, they should not be touching or saying anything inappropriate without your consent. Yeah, like, they need to ask you, like, or if you're drunk, like, that yeah, is not under the influence to the, then sleep with you. Yeah. Like, no, you need to be like, yes, I am fine with this. Like, yeah, yeah. The thing about consent is the only time, the, the big thing about consent is it's not a yes until they say no. It's a no until they say yes. And the mm-hmm. yes is very enthusiastic and, like, they want it. And it's not like, oh, but come on, like, it's not being pressured on them. me. Like you'll enjoy it yeah. later or like all of that. Because later. that's not a yes. Some, some guys or some women say like, say those things. Like you'll enjoy it. Come on, let's do it. Come on, let's do it. Come on, let's do it. And then girls are the, the rape victim says, Oh, I guess. Yeah. That's not that's, consent. 
that's not consent. Pressuring them and you're, what else are they going to say? Like, they're going to feel guilty if they say no. So it's like, they're, it's not an actual yes. You are like forcing them to say yes. Yeah. And that's, like, that's, that's not acceptable. That's sexual assault. But I think that like, there's some men, especially in power or are higher up in society who have done these things, which I think makes it feel acceptable to, to, to men or women or the rapists out there. Mm-hmm. It normalizes it. Yes, because they're like, I don't mean to get too political out there, but not get political with that. Our own president has said twenty six re- sexual assault cases. Yeah, and, and not only that, children. but has also said ridiculous, disgusting words about women that should never be acceptable. But because he is our the leader of our country, a lot of people feel like it's fine, mm-hmm. or like. Jeffrey Epstein was a very prevalent person in society. Yeah. Multiple little girls, which made it feel acceptable because if he can do it, why shouldn't I? Like, that's what people think. They're like, well, they did it and they're in this high position, so does it matter if I do it? Like, yeah. I I was listening to this person interview um, people at a Trump rally. He, He was asking them, why is it okay for him to, like, be talking like this? And a lot of people were like, oh, boys will be boys. That's just what men do, like, bragging about how many women, like, no, no, no. No, that's disgusting. That's not right. Boys, it's rapists will be rapists. Yeah. Like, boys, no, that is never acceptable. Like, Boys will be boys is the dumbest thing ever. Like, no. I hate that. You are who you are, and if you choose sexually assault a woman, man, you are a rapist. Yeah. You're a low life. You have- You deserve nothing in the world. You deserve the worst, because what you did is absolutely ruin someone's- Yeah, completely ruin it. And then- It's not just a one event thing. It's like, no, you mess them up for life. It's, it's, that's a- 100% 100% trauma, a lot of women and men get PTSD from it and, like, suffer years. Sometimes they're even their entire lives trying yeah. to, like, battle this one moment or more, a moment that happened that they had no control over. No. It's not just like, oh, she or he will get over it. It's like, no, they will never get over this. Yeah. You can't get over this. They were taken advantage of by you, and you continue to live your life perfectly fine while this person has to live in hell because of you. Yeah. And you chose to make. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's no denying that men get raped. Lots of men get raped, but whenever people or women are talking about their own experiences with sexual assault, the counter argument is, well, men get raped too. Yeah, they do. But that's a completely separate argument. And that should Mm -hmm. not be your counter argument for demeaning Mm -hmm. women and their experiences. It's, it's, it's just how it is. Like, that's, that's what life is. That's what our society's like. Like, that's yeah. people nowadays. And it's to like, have a man just rape a woman. Like, I mean, it's just, what the hell? And the statistic is one in, one in five women get sexually assaulted. That's disgusting. One in five. I could name five women right off the top of my head that I see on a daily basis. Yeah. Like, that is absolutely mortifying that that happened. Like, wh- what did they do to deserve that? Nothing. Like, and, and sexual assault. No, nothing you can do to deserve being raped. I don't care how bad of a human being you are. Being taken advantage of and having your body be used by someone else is like the worst thing you can go through. Like, yeah. it's one of the worst things can hap- that can happen to you because you're not in control. Someone mm-hmm. has in control of your body and has decided to do whatever the hell they want with it. To please themselves. 
Yeah, like go find someone who wants to have sex with you. Exactly. There's so someone, many someone else. There's yeah, so like you're like so many people who are willing what? to have sex with you, and you're choosing to ruin somebody's life. Why? Why? It just it needs to be to- like taught by by boys and men especially that this isn't right. Like parents need to tell their kids like, hey, no matter what happens in your life, this is never acceptable. Exactly, and they need to like make a clear like this is consent because yeah. consent isn't just the words yes and no it can be lots of different things consent can mm-hmm. be oh i don't feel like it right now or oh maybe later or yeah. um i'm okay or like i'm not in the mood like those are all no it, it yeah. it's still no or a big thing is that people think that just because you're married that's con- yeah or in a relationship that that it's yeah yes. because you guys like are with each other that it's not rape and it's like no that is very it's still rape. you still need consent every time you have sex exactly and consent it's isn't always act. like it's not always yes have sex with me like it's there's definitely like ways that you can take it but yeah, if yeah. they say no or anything that is in a, in the negative zone stop yeah and apologize and then move on don't with pressure it. them yeah don't pressure them which then leads into a whole nother thing where some women get raped and they get pregnant. <laughs> Some women aren't allowed to have abortions. They're the ch- like the child of their rapist. Like that leads to a whole another thing that women deal with now. Yeah, the abort the the idea that abortion is is wrong because life is created at conception. Like no. Yeah, which I have a big problem with because this is one of the things I get fired up with. Yeah, me too. The majority of people in power who are deciding these, who are pretty much saying no to Planned Parenthood and no to abortions. A lot of those people are white men who then decide what women can do with our bodies. Yeah. Which even, even if it was a board full of women, that's still still not their choice. No, you cannot tell me, I don't care who you are. You cannot tell me what I can and can't do with my own body. Exactly. There is no reason that you're allowed to do that. And like my body and not yours. And the fact that it's even a topic that's being talked about like, this might be banned, is mind-boggling to me. It's disgusting. It, you can have your own opinions on, on whether you're pro-life or pro-choice, and that's fine, but you can't pressure other people to have those also, have also those opinions. Yeah, and people who are, like, in those rallies or, like, trying to get abortions banned, they're not pro-life, they're pro, they're anti-abortion. Yeah. It's, they don't care about the they life. They don't care what happens to the baby or the mom after no. birth. I mean, the poor, what was she, like, 8 or 13 years old, who was forced to have a baby from her father, who raped Disgusting. her, who died during, like, Disgusting. giving birth, because she was not allowed to have an abortion. That's... Yeah, and I've also read things where this woman got pregnant, and she wasn't allowed to abort the child, so she literally stuck a hanger up her vagina and killed the baby that way. Yeah, in all reality, is even worse because it's like, way more dangerous. Like I said before, you cannot do anything to stop people from what they're going to want to do. No. Whether you ban abortions or not, women are still going to do it. It's just they're going to put the child's safety and their safety in even more of a health risk. Exactly. The baby was actually a baby. At the yeah, most of the time when, when women do that hanger method, um, yeah. at least it's from an actual baby that I've done, it, it has to be a baby. Yeah. who can feel pain now when it's yeah. in the first and i think se- second trimester the baby hasn't developed pain receptors it's not a baby no it's like it's literally i can't a, feel it 
a parasite. Yeah. It's a parasite. For me, wouldn't you rather the, the mom and the child not have that pain and be healthy and just get an abortion? Or would you rather have the baby's health and the mom's health be at risk because you decide it's not acceptable to get an abortion? Yeah. The thing about it is in the first, I don't really know when exactly it becomes an actual baby. I'm not, I don't know much about that. But for the first while, it's literally a parasite. Yeah. It's literally a parasite because they, it has to use your body to live. Mm-hmm. And if it, me, it's, why not? it's yeah. not a baby. If no. it can't live outside of the woman's body, then it needs her and it needs her life. She should be able to choose. Yeah. Which also I think is something else where that, uh, would you rather get an abortion or would you rather put it up for adoption? I would rather abort because the foster system and the adoption system it's is so horrible. I would rather get the thing those kids have to go through on a day-to-day basis is so bizarre. Like it's horrible. living through their own hell. And it's like, I'd rather just not have my child witness those things and be just another kid thrown into the system. Mm-hmm. Have them live that life. Like, and then that- think like, Oh, like my parents didn't love me because I'm in the adoption. Like yeah. they, they just couldn't, take care of a baby people have their reasons for abortion yeah and they're very valid and you can't discredit those reasons no. and time, people have their reasons for adoption and yeah. my, one of my neighbors she's uh, a foster parent and like I baby I frequently babysit for them because mm-hmm. um, she's taking care of I think the last time I saw her four foster babies including her own toddler who she adopted mm-hmm. through the foster care system and they are a handful because yeah. And like one of, uh, when earlier when I met her, she had a little boy who was six years old who could not talk because of the stuff that he had to go through. And that's God horrible. And they shouldn't, at such a young age, they shouldn't have to deal with that much. They shouldn't no. have to deal with anything. They should just be no. crying because the they kid. didn't get the right toy. They shouldn't be crying because yeah. somebody- Deal with kid things, not mortifying Things, things that even would. adults couldn't handle sometimes. No. But also it's like, even if you do keep a kid, because say this abortion, abort, you can't abort anymore, mm-hmm. you do keep the kid. This is just simply the, like, f- the facts of it is that a lot of these guys say, don't abort, don't abort, don't abort. This shouldn't be like, this should be illegal. But at the same time, most of the time, guys are the ones who are allowed to leave. And they the, shouldn't be allowed to leave. The moms then are stuck with the kid who they didn't even want, but the dad left. They should men aren't men aren't forced that same responsibility that women are. When because, when they both created it. Yes. When but because women are the ones who carried it, they they feel like, well, if he left, I can't also leave the kid, you know, like yeah. more acceptable for men to leave, which is another thing that's just so, so, so messed up. Yeah. Like just let women do what they want with their bodies. Exactly. If it is not you then why do you care yeah that's the biggest thing why do you care that's the why simplest do you care thing what somebody else does yeah it's the best for them and their kid so how does that involve you in it not at all not, not at all and you don't know their situation financially can't do it some people have been raped some is from incest like there are a multitude of reasons and you yeah. can't credit any of those even no. if you don't want a kid it could be simple as yeah. that maybe you just don't want a kid you're just not ready. You're too young. What if you no. get, got pregnant at 16 and you're just, you, you're not ready for a kid? 
Yeah, that's totally fine. Because yeah. it's not a baby yet. Planned Parenthood, also people are having this big thing against Planned Parenthood because they think it's just abortions. It's like, no, Planned Parenthood helps with birth control and with- It's in the name. <laughs> pregnant or maybe, yes, an abortion, but like that, that company is such an influential company company in the world and that like that's needed mm -hmm. Women and men need that company around that business yeah they need more more stuff like that yeah and for people to say they're taking away all these things it's like what are you going to do next take away women's rights our right to vote yeah. our right to just live our lives like what else are you going to do yeah let's not go How back to the go? no and with like the whole rape thing people think it's just starting now no and it's rape been happened since the beginning of time it's just now because of events like the Me Too movement, people now feel women, Yeah, now women are speaking what up. They've been yeah, I was uh, researching because I was trying to figure out uh, like sewing stuff and I was researching the hoop skirt and it's mm -hmm. literally such a feminist icon. They created the hoop skirt and for those who don't know, a hoop skirt goes under your dress to make it more poofy to make it kind of like ball gown-esque yeah and they made it because men have a nasty habit of putting hands where they're not supposed to and it's mm -hmm. really difficult to put your hands where you're not supposed to when there's this huge like metal cage around so they can't touch your actual body they yeah. can touch the skirts they're not gonna touch your body yep. yeah and, they and then parents a lot of time of those rapists then give excuses or say not my kid they didn't do that yeah but or oh it's just they were just having fun or like oh, yeah and then they blame the woman they discredit the woman when they don't know she's been through and like in my opinion even if the woman or the men who's been raped lied shame on them that's disgusting but i would rather stand up for someone who's been who's accusing another person of raping them than the rapist yeah because yes i don't know the true story but i'd rather stick up for someone who said they were raped than someone who claims they didn't do it like you know what i mean like it's yeah i see what you're saying it's just because like honestly the kate the statistics show that most of those are not false accusations yeah and i'd feel so guilty if i did stick up for the rapist because if I didn't know the story, because they, they actually could have raped the person. Yeah. I don't know. And if, and even if it is a false accusation, I think the person who was accusing should get the same amount of time in prison. Yeah, definitely, because you're like you could potentially ruin someone's life. Yeah, because yeah, even even if it doesn't pass through, they're still like seen as that. But like, why would you even want to lie about that? Like the exactly. fact that you ever think it's acceptable to lie shame on you because then you're discrediting every rape victim who has indeed been raped mm -hmm. yet society gives this person lied maybe they're all lying exactly it gives that like extra little oomph for people who get to discredit like oh well it's just like people are just trying to take their success or oh, like because people because there have been a few false accusations yeah. it gives other people the okay to be like well maybe they're all false accusations just take the rape victim's side unless you know for sure they're lying take or just don't take a side like you don't have to yeah, be like, involved in somebody else's situation i would just feel so guilty if i did stick up for the rapist like even if i knew them i couldn't really know someone you think you know someone in life but at the end of the day you don't fully know a person and their intentions and what they've no. done that can't be an excuse for sticking up for someone yeah you yeah. don't
but I think that it's all just focusing back on like women in general. I think that we just need to be taught that we are like enough. We are beautiful in and out. Like that's just little kids. Yes, they need to be told bad stuff, but little kids also need to be empowered. They do. I think that's also Boys a thing. And girls. Yes. From like a young age, parents should make it a priority to teach their kids that they will always be enough and they are yeah. always good enough. I'm not going to say their name because it's not my place, but um, I was studying for an upcoming chemistry exam. It's actually Mm -hmm. going to be passed when this is posted, but um, I asked one of my friends if they had a Quizlet that I could study off of, and they said, no, I'm sorry, and then they started apologizing, and Mm -hmm. I, I took a step back. I was like, you don't have to apologize. Like, you are in no way in the wrong and that's, that's me asking for ask one thing though because yeah. i'm pretty sure i know the answer was it a girl yeah there we go that's the that's the key thing is that that's how we're raised yeah like like sorry has just been a norm it's just a reaction instead of like yeah, a, oh we i'm apologize. So sorry it's more of even a, like, if we do nothing wrong we apologize I, yeah i could probably i don't even have enough fingers on my hands to count the amount of times i say sorry in a day Mm-hmm. it's just a reflection it's just like sometimes you're not even sorry it's just it's more of a like a, please don't hurt me I, I'm I don't want to get hurt but like girls need to grow up with that empowerment and guys need to grow up with that empowerment but also talking about what's acceptable what's not acceptable women do too mm-hmm. but we're talking about boys are a lot of the times the ones who are involved sexual assault and those kinds of things mm-hmm. boys need to be having those talks so we have less like rapists in the world because that's that's all that that's what that's, that's where it stems from like we need those little kids to be told things so when they grow up they don't end up taking going down the wrong path exactly. and then empower empower those girls and so that they grow up and they don't get into abusive relationships and they don't go into places in their life where they blame themselves or yeah. they think that everything's their fault and when they have to apologize for things, like you said, like, sorry, 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 mm-hmm. he's saying sorry. And, and like a lot of times those abusive relationships that happen are women are the victims and they don't know how to get out and they think it's their fault with everything that we've talked about. It's always the women think it's their fault and they think that they did something and that they caused they deserve it. Yeah. It's like women, we need to realize like we, we don't deserve bosses. bad. We like deserve- we are boss ass we don't deserve to be treated anything less than a goddess women we are incredible like our bodies like it's it's i keep bringing it up like the fact that we can literally form a human life create a human life like men can't do that like we should be so proud of who we are like we are incredible like men can't bring humans into this world like we the fact that we are able to do that like we are goddesses and we need to realize that we should only be treated as a goddess and nothing less than that i found this study and this is i I literally took a lap because after i reading this it was a study fat like done yeah women can now impregnate themselves with bone marrow really yeah so let me just put this out there there are many men in my life who i love and they have made a huge influence but Tread lightly because you are literally no longer necessary. You are replaceable. Replaceable. Yeah. So for (laughs) years, years, men said that men enforced women that they needed men. And in 2020, there are no more reasons why men are necessary. Yeah. Like women don't ever think that you need a man 
to live your fullest life. Like, don't ever think you need somebody else. No. Honestly. Like, sure, you know, you need only yourself. If you, you need something else in your life to enjoy your life with, that's great. But you only need you. Exactly. So your decisions are on you. And if someone treats you less than you think you should be treated, goodbye. You yep. don't need them. Like, they probably really want you in their lives but if they're treating you less than you should be like treated adios amigo there's there's this share interview and she's talking um i don't remember what the question was but she says um oh i love men um but you don't really need them to live my mom told me when i was growing up oh you should when you grow up you should marry a nice rich man and i said mom i am a rich man and, like, I just live by that quote. Like, amazing quote. Like, Women, you don't need to grow up living a traditional life. Like, you do what you want to do. If you want to have a family, that's great. If you want to be a boss-ass woman who's running her own business and being an entrepreneur and being top of your game, being the president, like, do what you want to do. If you want something, go for it. If you don't, don't feel the pressure to have it. Exactly. And I think that this is with every relationship in your life, whether that's your friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your significant other, your parents. I think that you need to have this in your mindset. You need to think that you need to see the person and if they add more cons to your life than they pros, bye. Exactly. You need to have someone who adds more to you than, the, than what they take away. Mm-hmm. And for just like women, that's for everyone in general. Yeah. And I've always that's like seen that like metaphor where it's like a relationship is like that missing piece in the puzzle. But like, no, you complete yourself. If you get in a good relationship, it's a nice pretty frame around your puzzle because they can make your life a lot better and a lot cooler. But it's pretty, it's pretty awesome without that frame either. Yeah, like you don't need to depend on anyone. No. You can't have someone in your life who brings more negativity than positivity. Do what makes you happy. Like I as literally as long as you are safe and happy, do whatever you want. Yeah, cuz a lot of people who do follow that layout of life aren't happy. Exactly. Just do whatever the hell you want whenever you want to do it with certain regulations. <laughs> of course. <laughs> we still need to be law-abiding citizens. Yes. But for the most part, do you boo? yep yolo <laughs> oh my god honestly though it's true like, though you only live once like i hate that quote religious beliefs go against that but means you only live once so you got one life to live live it good baby overall the whole thing is no matter what your sex no matter what your gender is you should live your life being a fully confident and happy person being just trying just going about your day trying to be the best person that you can possibly be and if you are experiencing anything that you think is sexual assault or anything around there call the number 1-800-656-4673 and if you want to talk to us about anything follow us let's underscore talk about it pod on instagram Thank you so much for joining us on Let's Talk About It. We'll see you guys next week.